WV Uncommonplace. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate series to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies reviews and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episodes. The Uncommonplace digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommonplace. This episode here was recorded uh, in 2021. This episode has Dewan O'Neill from the Grown Man Logic, myself, JR from West Virginia and Commonplace, Jay Christian from the Cognac Room, and motherfucking Uncle Dolomite from Too Much Game Podcast. Uh, this episode was one another one, like when I had this idea for this uh, podcast pop-up deal, everybody was involved. And like I said, we got quite a few episodes out of it. Um, something I probably will be bringing back in the near future. Um, but here's your taste of these shows. Yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Captain of the Cool Kids, host of the Grown Man Logic Podcast, Dewan J. And I'm here with gentlemen that need no introduction inside of this community. Uh, I'm going to start to, I guess, my right, which y'all can't see, uh, Mr. J. J.R. Sparrow, host of WV Uncommonplace. Tell the people what's up. Well, how y'all doing, man? It's uh, been a crazy run. Uh, we started these Kanye West pop-up episodes, and I'm going to give him his respect to that because it's kind of outlandish and wild. Um, and, and it's crazy that this has come about. It's been some people that I've been wanting to podcast with and do some episodes with, and we finally in the same arena doing a show. Um, And I'm also joined by... Actually, a podcast that I just came across recently, the Cognac Room uh, podcast. Um, and yeah, Mr. Jay Christian, tell the people what's good. What's going on, everybody? I'm Jay Christian from the Cognac Room podcast. You can find me on all platforms. Come check us out. I'm happy to be in the presence of these guys. These some heavy hitters in here tonight. So let's see what happens. And finally, but certainly not least, the man that needs no introduction, the man with the West Coast on his fucking back, Uncle Dolomite, welcome back. Tell the people what's good. And good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. It's Uncle Dolomite from the Too Much Game podcast, returning from a long hiatus and shit. Just can't talk shit with some niggas who I'm very familiar with. I've been cool with all of these gentlemen in separate situations and shit. So I'm I'm looking forward to doing this shit quite often from from now and moving forward. Bet that's definitely was good, uh, gentlemen. Welcome this evening. So before we started recording, we was kind of kicking some shit around, right? And we were talking about um, preferences, situations, and society's expectations. Let's let's start let's start right there. Um, uh, do y'all think do y'all think that society puts too heavy expectations on men? more so than anybody else. JR. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll say this, man, they put a lot of stereotypes inside of that shit too. Like, uh, I don't even have an example right now. I'm just going, because usually I'm formed for everything. It, it, it's a lot 
that we undertake as men that we shouldn't have to undertake. Yeah, and the thing is, dog, like we've allowed women to control too many conversations in too many different ways. Like we've put it to where women have no accountability over what they say. They can literally say, um, you know what, now uh, 12 inches of dick is small. And we just gonna have to go with that shit because women said it, so we gotta go with it. So you can no longer have a preference. Like if you get on here and say, you know what, I like light-skinned women with long hair. All the dark-skinned women are gonna attack you. If you jump on here <laughs> and say, I like Latinas, every other woman in the world is gonna attack you. Like I didn't say, fuck all the other bitches. I like this. I just said, this is what I prefer. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like if I go to McDonald's and I say, I want Big Macs, you shouldn't say, oh, so you hate chicken McNuggets. Oh, so you think salad is fucked up. Like, no, I just prefer this shit. That don't make it <laughs> like I hate all the other shit. I just like this one thing. Or I prefer not to have something because that's what really gets your ass attacked. If it's a disqualifier, a woman could literally tell you, I don't fuck with men under six feet. And nobody says shit. They say no. Facts. Yep. But if a dude say, I don't like women over 250, they gonna deplatform you. Yeah, he wrong. They, they, they you can't, you last, that's what I was telling y'all last week, man. That shit almost happened to me. They tried. Jay Christian, whose fault is it that we're here? Right? Is it is it because because women like this hasn't always been a thing, right? Like this is we're talking the last what 20 years or so that it became prevalent, right? With along with divorce rates rising and all that other kind of shit, right? So whose fault is it that we're here? Right. And 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 whose fault is it? And how do we get back? When you say whose fault is it that we're here, clarify for me. Meaning that, like, because so there was a point in time up until third wave feminism began where, you know what I'm saying, men men ruled the world. We we had the jobs, we had the the money, we uh women had to practice hypergamy and marry up in both education and finance. And now um with the marketing of the job market to women, they're making their own money. Like who like who uh, yeah, who, whose fault is it that we're here? Is it that men became weaker and allowed women to reposition themselves, or did men give women too much power? See, it's a tricky question, man. Because I, I don't wanna I don't wanna say that men gave women too much power, but I will say that society gave women what they asked for. And as a result, relationships, the family structure are suffering. Because, so here's the thing, when women became empowered and realized that they didn't need men the way they once did, things started to shift drastically. I had a woman once ask me if I'd be cool with being a stay-at-home dad. And I heard, I, 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 I actually brought it to some of my boys and they were like, man, that's sweet. You know, this, this, and that, this, this, and that. And I was like, bro, ain't no woman gonna respect you. You do that stupid ass shit. Like, are you serious? So to answer your question, man, um, when that dynamic changed, the family structure, relationship, it all changed with that because 
women at that point started to um, behave differently. Let's for just for lack of a better term. All right, so Jr. Let me let me come to you real quick, um, because you have you have a different perspective than the the other gentleman on the panel, right? Uh, you, so you have access and an inside look at like suburbia, right? Meaning white people, right? Yeah. Uh, has is this <laughs> is this uh has has the family structures like shifted like in the white community or you know communities outside of the black community as well, um, along with this transition and this wave, or is it kind of just like a? a I, I, I'll thing? say this. I'll say this. Uh, the Karens and, and 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 that's a different type of white lady, and I did say that white people. Um, outside of them, it, it structure has changed because it's they've made education, they've made powerful jobs, even in the state of West Virginia, which is nothing but 1.8 million people. Um, they've structured it to the woman. They've structured things to empower the woman to put her in the position she should have always been. I'm not disagreeing with that, but uh, yeah, the structure has changed. Like. You can get out here and I see a lot of, you know, suburban dads. They out there cooking, cleaning, doing this and that. They they chopping wood. And um, you know, the woman she's out there in the shed processing meat, doing different things. When you say processing meat, do you mean processing meat literally or do you mean that metaphorically? metaphorically. <laughs> I got I, I got questions. <laughs> Um, Shout out to the meat, meat processing women. Yeah, meat processing salute, women keep it up. Salute to the meat processing women. What the and, fuck, and, well, and, I, and I say this, the dynamic, though, is, is weird. Like, men have, have lost their uh, masculinity to a degree. And I'm not talking yeah. about homosexuality or, or, or male becoming feminine to any degree. I'm talking about, like, when I, when I was growing up, my father worked as a real estate agent and a, and a print engraver. He did two full-time jobs. And my mom worked for Liberty University. It was, it was taught in our household that if both parents worked, you know, everything will be equal. My daddy died at nine year, when I was nine years old. So when he left that, my mom had to take on that second bigger job and stuff like that. So the woman has taken on more of the male's roles inside our households and in our leadership. A state of mind now is that, and I am going to say this, and this is going to be controversial. I hope I don't get canceled for this, but it's a, oh, shit. it's a, we're going to be a, we're going to have to have a truly defiant woman in leadership and men are supposed to uh, not overshadow her or do anything to disrupt her presence nowadays. And but that's why? what I see. That's just how society sets it out. Society set it out just real simple like this. They were like, we always talk about empowering. We empower, we empower. And in empowering, we're given knowledge. And while we're given knowledge, we're, we give excuses. We let people slide by with certain things. We've let certain behaviors that wouldn't have been uh, cool or even relevant 35, 40 years ago, we let that stuff slide. So we let uh, certain things that used to keep us masculine, demasculine are us as a whole now. If that makes sense. And that is a word no, I mean. No, I mean it does. I mean, yo, don't know why. How come how come it's so why did it become socially acceptable or socially unacceptable to tell a woman to shut the fuck up? Like, especially when she deserves it, right? And and and, and before, let me qualify that real quick, right? Like so like I'm not I'm not 
you know what I'm saying, condoning domestic violence and shit like that, right? But there's certain there's certain times when like a, a man needs to look a woman in the eye and be like, shut, shut the fuck up. You're out of pocket. Why is that not acceptable anymore? Because we got to the point where it's like we allow women to get what they want and we've looked away from what actually works. Like a kid wants to eat candy every day, but we know that mm-hmm. don't work. Women wanted to do the man's job. And instead of us being like, no, we was like, all right, cool, we'll let you do that. Even though the shit don't work. A lot of times, a lot of these relationships where women feel like they can be the man, like a woman is like, I could do everything a man could do. Let me go to work and you stay your ass home. Eventually the woman is gonna emasculate the man and the family gonna break up. Whenever the woman is playing a man's role, it it fucking rarely works. Just like how they, they say a lot of times, the relationship only works when the woman is happy. And a lot of times it's not working, it's just going. Because men are just trained to, if something ain't going right, you don't complain. You don't bitch about it. You just make that shit work and keep going. That's why we say happy wife, happy life. Because back in the day, you wouldn't have heard no shit like that in the 60s. They'd have been like, shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, right. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. You know, but nowadays, we've, we've come into a culture where we just got to please the woman. And, you know, I, I feel that the shift is coming. The shift is coming soon because men are starting to realize that it's a lot more of them than it is of us. And just because they got the numbers don't mean they got the advantage. Because now it's getting to a point where it's a lot less qualified men than women. So women is going to have to start getting some act right or go get some cats. So I I just feel like a lot of men is really going to have to start, you know, putting their fucking big boy pants on. Because in the black community, it's become a matriarchy. Like it's supposedly a patriarchal society. But I, I was talking about this shit on somebody episode like a few days ago. Women are making a lot more money now. Like women are, are you know, they, they get in that role. It's a lot more shit a woman could do to make money than what men could do to make money. But at the same time, women gonna have to understand your role is your role. A woman ain't gonna respect no man that says, oh, well, she make the money, so I guess I gotta go wash these fucking dishes. Oh, well, she make the money, so I guess I got to go <laughs> right, right. wash the clothes. I guess I'm going to stay home. Like, as a man, nigga, no matter what's in your pocket, you're going to have to be like, I'm still the fucking man. I don't give a fuck if I lost my job and you paying all the renting bills. I'm still Absolutely. the head of the fucking household. A lot of men ain't built like that. And I feel like a lot of that is fathers being outside the fucking household. A lot of that is it ain't no more James Evans on TV. It ain't no more <laughs> strong, masculine black fathers on TV. Like, we don't even have no examples of that shit. Like, yeah, we we remember granddaddy, but think about it when you go to your grandparents' house. What do you call it? Grandma house. Grandma, yeah. Yeah, it is grandma's house. Yeah, we always call that yeah. shit grandma. I don't give a fuck if granddaddy built it and grandma ain't put a dollar into that motherfucker. We gonna call it grandma house. Thanks. You know, like we we gonna have to like reclaim the patriarchy and not in an oppressive way because this is something that I said too. Women 
look at a man saying a man should be a man and a woman should be a woman as us somehow stepping on their fucking back or some shit. And it's not that. It's really, I got a role to play, you got a role to play. Let me play mine and you play yours. It's not oppression. It's not, it ain't like the Bulls oppress Dennis Rodman when they told that nigga go get the fucking rebounds. They just said, this is the role you got to play in order for the team to win. So That's we don't have to get back to the, the roles that we the strongest at and allowing them to play the roles that they the strongest at in order for the fucking team to win. Anything else, you're going to fucking lose. Jay Christian, do you think that uh, that we're we're in a better place as a society as a whole? Um, where we are um, outside of the relationship dynamic, right? Do you How, how do you feel about uh, women uh, essentially allowing the money that they're making to go to their heads and, and, give, and not giving them a license to mistreat men? Or do you feel like that's happening at all? That is definitely happening. Um, and it's not, we are not in a better place. The, hell, the world is going to hell in a handbasket because of it. What I will say is that a real see you know how women like to talk about things that separate men from boys and what a real man will do and what boys do yep little girls let their earnings go to their head and try to mistreat men women understand the value of a man they respect that man and they act accordingly so we're dealing with a lot of little girls right now people who have a bar. you know what happened no, nah, I'm saying that's a bar. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I feel like, honestly and truthfully, like a lot of people have allowed social media and this popular opinions that are propagated on social media to kind of influence their behavior. And it's all smoke and mirrors because what I learned, I'll be honest with you, there are a lot of women who get on social media and they tout this stuff and they say these things when in reality they don't live by those things and they don't believe those things but it sounds good, it's cute, it gets a lot of likes. And these foolish women adapt that mentality and it's a dead end road because when you come and count, when you encounter a man, when a woman, listen, when a woman encounters a man that's an actual man, either you going, and I don't wanna use words like conform or bow down, but either you will respect it <laughs> or <laughs> either, either you will respect it or you'll have to go on about your business, which is one of the reasons why so many women who are very qualified and attractive can't seem to buy a husband. Makes sense. That's a bar. J JR, do you think that there's a, um, there's a, how, how big is the disconnect between traditional women and modern women? Oh man, it's a, it's a big disconnect because this word that gets thrown out way too much toxic toxicity, anything that's radioactive, um, it gets it, it has a reaction, but it has a counter reaction that we don't talk about. Um, the mudflinging goes, "Oh, the man's toxic because of this, because of that," but we don't ever go back to that form of what happened to the woman that made her toxic in her own respect. So the right. traditional to the modern woman is this. Traditional women weren't allowed to worry about their mental focus, worry about their mental health, and it was a stigma. The further we got into the 80s, 
mid nineties and probably like I want to say like ninety six, ninety seven, because even my mom had a mental episode and she had to go uh, get institutionalized. It started become, becoming more of a stronger norm for women to get their mental health checked out. Uh, more care was given to their mental health. So the modern woman that we have today is very insightful on this doesn't work for me, so I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to walk away from it. They aren't taught to to embrace a struggle. They are not taught to, you know, it's longevity. You know, longevity comes from up and down uh, situations and relationships. It's not something that's linear. And, yeah. and, and the thing is that uh, what's the best way I can put it? I'm going to use a little West Virginia terminology here real quick. Uh, a lot of women now are built Chevy tough. They're not built Ford tough or, or like a Toyota. They're, they're not built with the structure to let a man manifest along with them. It has to be two separate manifestations that have similar points that come together. And if those points are not to their liking, it's an automatic dismissal. Or if it's a financial manifestation, until that benefit doesn't seek their need anymore, they just toss it away. So there is a big discord between the traditional to the modern. The modern woman was given the advantage of the mental, mental exercises and stuff, like I said before. But at the same time, she was given the ability to be, to, to be allowed to be toxic. The traditional woman was not allowed to let you know about your toxic traits or be toxic. She was very stern. She may have been, you know, the iron in the house when it came to discipline and stuff. But outside of that, now it's more of a tighter focus on, oh, this doesn't work. This person, this man, man's toxic. So get him out the way. And then when someone else asks about this man, here's his warranty card. He's toxic. Don't fix him. Cast him away. Dolomite, why are we so why are we so quick to throw each other away now, man? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause uh, like to Jr.'s point, right? Like back in the day, right? They 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 took their vow serious. You know what I'm saying? They was like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be with you, right? Now, 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 I don't necessarily agree with you know what I'm saying, sticking it out through every fucking thing, right? Everybody's got a breaking point, right? I got it, but it seems like that today, like we're, we're way quicker to throw away relationships. Than we were back in the day. What, like, what happened? Like, what? Where was the change? The illusion of options. Like now with social media, when you in a relationship, you got thirty motherfuckers <laughs> liking your shit. As a man, you got a bunch of bitches liking your shit. Like it ain't like back in the day when your woman was like the one you had the only eyes for. Like when you would go to work and when you go throughout your day, it might be one or two chicks that might catch your eye, but it ain't like now where you can literally open your phone up and it's 500 bitches you got access to. It's a gang of women you can speak to. It's a gang of women that's going to speak back. Nowadays, it's a lot more fashionable for women to fuck with a man that's in a relationship. Like, it's not as um, stigmatized as it was back in the day. Like, you was a, a whole dirty, sorry fucking Jezebel if you got fucking a woman's husband. Nowadays, it's rap songs about fucking somebody's man. It's women that'll get on Facebook and air you out if they fuck your man. Like, women take that shit, like, whole shit is like a badge of honor. So a lot of times, it's hard to be in relationships 
because whole shit has been glorified on both sides. Because niggas rap about fucking another nigga bitch all the time. Like it's hard yeah. to be in a relationship when it's a million fucking factors coming at your fucking neck. Jake, anything? I agree with that shit totally. <laughs> like, bro, I totally agree with that. And that's the whole thing. Like, when you feel like, you know, so, okay, let's just go back in the day. Like, kind of, he addressed you at the job or you in the neighborhood. You know, you got two or three motherfuckers that like you, but then a chick, you know what I'm saying? But then you post some pictures, you got a million likes or, you know, 50,000 likes. You're like, shit. I'm I'm a hot commodity. I'm banging. I ain't got to put up with this nigga shit. <laughs> you know what mm. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, serious business, you know? Yeah, and and yeah, I'll yeah. be honest with you, man. The chicks that used to not get a second look, bro, I've been on some of these pages. I know some of these girls personally. And I see how dudes are just chasing them. Like, it's not... I don't know where the disconnect came, where the shift came in at, but women that one time couldn't get dudes like the most undesirable women have a plethora of dudes at their disposal now because the value of pussy is higher than it's ever been and i'm not talking Wait, about what? listen what? to what i'm saying listen to what i'm saying i'm not talking about financially or or monetarily speaking but what i'm saying is guys are so thirsty now that the females that at one point had no suitors have more suitors than ever before because the market is so saturated and guys are so thirsty that we're looking for. And I'm not, I'm saying we as men, just not to exclude motherfuckers and, and say y'all and them, right? <laughs> that right. we are actually looking for any and every little thing to, to find attractive to chase behind these women. Bro, I've seen some women have babies by dudes. I'm like, nigga, really? Nigga, How nigga, did this fucking happen? And the thing is, it's not that the value of pussy went up, it's that the inhibitions have gone away. Okay. Like it, I, I, yeah. It, it's not as like back in the day, fucking ugly bitch wasn't cool. It wasn't. Now, nowadays, fucking any bitch ain't. I have a different cool. analogy though. Okay, so I used to be in pest control. And as a former pest control technician, when I would encounter homes that had really bad infestation of roaches, the problem was you see roaches in the daytime. Roaches are nocturnal. You see them in the daytime when there's high populations of them and they're competing for food. So what is happening now is where you used to catch those chicks on the late night in the dark in the back when nobody saw, now the competition is so heavy, you got to be out in the public with these motherfuckers, man. Because now everybody's chasing this chick. Oh, and, and part of the reason is because women's standards, I'm gonna be honest, a lot of women's standards have raised to the point that they're saying, hey, you have to be this type of earner, or you have to be this physically fit, or you have to be this handsome, or you have to be all of the above. And then the less desirable women have raised their standards as well, because I'm telling you, I know from experience, chicks that at one point would, would run behind a dude now or dictating how and when he could or should approach her. So now their standards is high, are high as well, but not as high as the others. And so it's still low hanging fruit, but now when you're lazy and you don't have the credentials, the low hanging fruit becomes the fucking prize. So pussy inflation, 
JR, do you agree, yes or no? Um, I'm gonna say this. I agree to a certain <laughs> certain point on it. Because I will say though that in the different tiers of um women and for the non-binary and extra binary and all the other stuff, um take it for what it is. Um it's become like Meek Mill said, it's become levels to this shit. Like it ain't it, it, it used to be, and I don't even say this because um, I'm from the Mid-Atlantic. I'm from Virginia originally. It was a time when I was out there. We got different sections. You from you from you live in one of them now. We had the Tidewater, Piedmont, and then the mountainous stuff where I'm from. And mm-hmm. when a country dude like me used to come out to like the 757 with my accent, I'm automatically OT. I ain't get I ain't get no play unless they from the southern part like Smithfield or something. But nowadays, it be those mountainous girls that come out the mountains, come out there to Virginia Beach, barely speak English, got to have subtitles. Yeah. Teeth missing, yeah, whatever. Might, might be smoking a little meth, whatever. But they get more play than the prettiest girl or the girl that used to be the prettiest girl on the block. So I will say it it, it has changed. The, 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 the price of it may not have went up, but the, the commodity has. That makes sense. And okay. now, and hold on, let me finish it real quick. Sorry, sir. Um, and the other problem is, is, is actually inside the composition. And a lot of people don't get this deep with me, and I don't really talk about this. But what's happening is, is men are finding that vice grip I always talk about. Uh, I talk about it on your show every time I come up on there. If it ain't, if she got that grip, I'm tricking. I ain't going to front. Um, <laughs> I'm not. She's going to get a $50 processing. gift card to... She don't get a fifty dollar <laughs> gift card of Buffalo Wild Wings, but yeah, meat processing. And, and the thing is, now it's like sometimes that grip is not with a pretty woman, and I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with that. Some of that, some of that grip be somewhere else, and we don't want to talk about this. This is what people shy away from. I'm about that grip. That grip, if it can remote control me, I need that in my life. Sometimes I don't want to be the worker all the time. I know that's a little off topic, but that's what's happened. That grip is not always with the pretty girls. And then they put so much, uh, they front too much. They put so many tears and airs to everything that the lady that may be less attractive to some, she got that grip. So she going to make a little command. She going to get that extra, the Buffalo car, Buffalo Wild Wings from me. And she going to get the, uh, the in and out burger from him. <laughs> All right, so don't let me let me ask you. All right, so so I Jr. That's that's a bar actually. Let me, but let me flip the question like this, right? The the fact that that bad bitches ain't putting in work, right? And ugly, ugly. Let me say less attractive women than than the bad bitches are are willing to put in work, and and they'll they'll be like a tradition. Those t- tend to be the traditional women, right? Is that why they're winning? Is that why, like, you know, you, you get the influencer bitch on Instagram talking about men are trash, and you have a not so attractive woman talking about I love my king, nigga. I I say it all the time, dog, and I tweeted this shit years ago. But basically, the tweet went: regular bitches, or uh, the proof that regular bitches is winning is Superman had access to Wonder Woman but he was chasing Lois Lane regular ass around the motherfucking city. That nigga wanted Lois Lane. That bitch can't fly. 
She ain't got a truth-telling lasso. She ain't got no superpowers. But Superman was chasing this bitch all over the world. Wonder Woman fine as a motherfucker, and he ain't want nothing to do with the bitch. Like, regular women are willing to do everything that it takes to keep a man. Fine women just want to lay there and get fucked. Fine women feel like you should be jumping over the fucking moon to please them. You should be doing A, B, C, and D to get with them. When the average woman is willing to see what she could bring to the table to make a relationship work. That's the reason a lot of these bad bitches is losing. Bad bitches a lot of times is losing because a lot of men don't even want to deal with the competition of dealing with some of these women. Because a lot of times, you know, when you deal with a woman like that, it's going to be a thousand other motherfuckers shooting at this bitch. And a lot of these same women with the thousand niggas that's shooting at them, some of these niggas is getting that attention back from them. And niggas don't want to deal with that neither. You know, because just realistically, you making, say, $60,000 a year, you make pretty decent money. And then the nigga roll up on your girl in a brand new 2022 S-Class Mercedes. That's heavy fucking competition. You know, just like we said with, with the um, with options. Your girl on social media, you just happen to look over your shoulder and she DMing a nigga with a blue check next to his name. A lot of niggas ain't trying yeah. to deal with that shit. And a lot of them Ooh. women dealing with that caliber of men, that's part of the reason that they can't keep one because most niggas ain't trying to deal with you already don't fuck, don't suck, don't cook, don't want to clean up. You want me to run around this motherfucking do everything to get your ass a fucking Birkin bag. And now I got to deal with you talking to the game in your DM. I'd rather go catch mm. me a cool little 6.75 <laughs> to 8.3 and be happy. What's some grip? What was the grip? Yeah. You got to add a grip. Yeah, grip. with that Wachtober, a good That's meat right. processor. <laughs> mm, good grape. <laughs> Hey, hey, those might we need to come out with a joint t-shirt, man. Meat processing supervisors. You know what I'm saying? We need to come out with a joint bitch. Dang, you, dog. Looking for the meat processors, Uh-oh. man. Uh Jay, Jay Christian. Jay Christian. So the question then becomes um, the question then becomes the expectations of men, right? That's what we kick this off on, right? Like that's mm-hmm. how society expects, right? So with with the game being out of hand, we examine kind of like we examine what the expectations are. We expect, we examine like the division difference between the two women and everything. Like so, men, there's no denying that these set of expectations uh, exist, right? So the question becomes then, what's the difference between being a thirsty ass dude and expressing chivalry? Okay, okay, okay. So so, a chivalrous man, a man that has a healthy respect and desire for a woman or women is going to make his intentions known. He's going to be respectful about it. But if, if I shoot my shot, as we would put it in today's terminology, and it's not accepted, like, that's it for me. I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to chase behind you. I'm not going to start, you know, showering you with gifts and shit, because at the end of the day, like, that's not how I was brought up. That's not the way it should be. Like, if you, feeling me then you know let me know right away i understand playing a little hard to get playing a little hard to get doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge my existence or that you treat me any kind of way or that you you know talk down to me what it simply means is that 
I want to spend some time with you, but I'm not going to be easy, right? In my opinion. Right. So said all that to say this. The difference in just being a chivalrous man and being thirsty is these thirsty dudes pedalize, pedestalize women, pedestalize, damn, pedestalize women. I'm not going to pedestalize a woman because, first of all, that which you worship should be worthy of such. No human being in, on this planet is worthy of my worship, right? You understand what I'm saying? It's worthy of uh, that type of attention from me. It's a bar and a half. So I refuse to do that. What I will do is make my intentions known. When I see that you want me to go a little further than that, then I have to just go on and pull away and go about my business. And what most simple-minded men would actually find is that most women are attracted to the men who don't pedestalize them and give them that attention. I've gotten more women by ignoring them than I've ever gotten by chasing behind them. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Can I, I, put a I got on one. That? Say it again. Can I put a spin on that real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, so you want chivalrous, and we're going to have a middle section, and then we're going to have uh, the thirsty dude. So I'm going to just keep it simple. We're going to go with the analogy I use on everything, new edition. You got Ralph Trevance. In the middle, you got Johnny Gill. And then that thirsty one is Bobby Brown. Bobby the bad boy, man. Right, but he's the thirstiest. He went out there, he got Whitney, then he had to have more than Whitney. Ralph, and he made some sense. Now, nah, Ralph life. would be the sensitive, thirsty <laughs> nigga in my book. The thirsty? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Ralph is a thirsty one in my book. Well, see, yeah, it, like put it this way, but you know, I I think it, it just depends on how we define it thirsty. I think that's probably where the, the, the translation is mixed up with JR. Because with us, we look at thirsty as a nigga who can't get it, so he jumping out the window for that shit. Yeah, I think yeah. JR is looking at thirsty like nigga, you just hitting whatever come in front of you. But the thing about Bobby Brown is Bobby Brown had access to way more bitches than the rest of the group. So that's probably what made him appear thirsty. That nigga had all the hoes on him. He did. That's a fact. Yeah. And Johnny but, Gill afterwards. Johnny right, Gill. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, don't hold Johnny like that, man. All right, so let, let's let's spin the block on this question right here, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Um, we we know that these expectations exist. I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start with Jr. Then uh, Jay Christian, and then Dolomite closes on this question. Do what's the, what's the way back? How do, how do we bring or tip the scales back so that the expectations aren't so heavy on one side, and then the other side gets away with nothing? I mean, gets away with everything. Man, it it, it generally has to come back to. The one thing that's missing in relationships and, and this whole thing is being clear, concise. Um, the thing that we teach in, in, in my business is we, we teach transparent, OPEC, and translucent. Those are ways that you see light. We all know that. Um, translucent, you can see a little bit through, but you can't see. Translucent is what the relationships are today. OPEC, is when the relationship becomes so toxic that it's damaging and nobody can see through it. Transparent, which should it be from the get-go, if we're transparent and we're very concise in communication, that could bring us back to what we were. 
But in today's society, um, male or female, translucent is what is acceptable. If that makes sense. That you can see mm. a little bit, but you can't see everything. Um, and having that mystery there, that's what's caused this rift. This mystery of, of um, how far I can get ahead, how far um, I need to push someone down the ladder um, has caused this issue here. And the only way to fix it, like I said, is to get clear communication back and concise, straight to the point. None of that, you know, it's no reason to make a pie and fill it with stuff. Make it just some rhubarb or some beets, get straight to the point. Get, get your vitamins, <laughs> get out the door, you know what I mean? And uh, that's all I got to say on that. Check. Jay Christian, how do we tip the scales yeah. back? When men get back to being men and we start demanding women to be real women, not in word, but through our actions. Okay. When we stop chasing the Instagram holes and treating them as though they've done some, accomplished some great feat just because they went and got a Brazilian or because, you know, they show their ass or whatever, like, in all truth and honesty, man, any think about it. Anytime, any group of people, any nationality, any person, however you want to look at it, lowers their standards or lowers their approach, I guess for lack of a better term right now, disrespect is, is soon to follow. Like if you don't conduct yourself in a way in which you should, you, you, you demand respect, you will be disrespected. You understand what I'm saying? So as long as men continue to put the ball in the woman's court, so to speak, they'll continue to push the boundaries and see how far they can go. So when they push the boundaries and they say, oh, he gonna let me get away with that. Okay, boom, push the boundaries further. Oh, I could do, push the boundaries further. And now they're in groups and they're talking and they're saying, hey, we can do this and we can do that. And these niggas ain't gonna do shit and da, 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 da. That's where we are. So men have to learn how to be men. We need to teach our sons how to be men. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's where it all started going wrong because a lot of us didn't have fathers in the home. And because of that, you know, we didn't understand how to demand respect through our actions. A lot of men talk big game. We say crazy shit to women. Oh, you going to respect me? Da, 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 da. Yeah, that means dog shit if your actions don't demand respect. So I feel like that's that's the beginning of it. That's a bar. Uncle Dolomite, how do we tip the scales back? Raising our motherfucking kids. Like a, a lot of it is going to have to go back to us as men showing our children what a man is. Women single mothers getting their kids around masculine men getting their kids around men that's doing what they feel a real man is supposed to do not allowing women to tell a man what a man supposed to be a lot of us was raised by our mothers and we allow women to tell us what a real man is and she don't know because she not a man she didn't know what a real man was a lot of times that's the reason she didn't keep the man that she had when she created you, you know, like a, a lot of us is allowing basically, you know, the, 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 the crazy people to run the asylum. 
You know, like we allow women to say, this is what I want. <laughs> and even though what you wanted wasn't good for you, we allowed you to have it anyway. We allow our kids to say, I want birthday cake for dinner. And instead of saying, no, you having meat, potatoes, and, you know, vegetables, we let the motherfuckers eat birthday cake. So when women said, I want to do y'all job, instead of being yeah. like, no, nigga, our job is our job for a reason. We allow them to do that, my nigga. You know, we are going to get it back when Kevin Samuels is voted president of the United States. That's when it's going to happen. Yeah, when when it's it's gonna happen when Kevin Samuels is elected president of the United States. That's when that's when we're gonna get it back. But like I said, like we just gotta bring back real masculinity. We need to stop calling real masculinity toxic masculinity. You know, like women are using these terms to shit on something that's been working since the beginning of time. The man bringing home the bacon and the woman cooking the shit has worked for generations upon generations. And now, for some reason, we think we could redefine the shit. And that it don't work. It's been proven that it don't work. That's the reason the fucking divorce rate keep going up. Because we keep letting motherfuckers who don't know no better tell us what the fuck it's supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) No, heavy fucking bars right quick. All right, so we'll go around the room one more time. Everybody uh, starting with JR up in the corner. Then we'll go to uh, Jay Christian again, and then we'll come back to you. Tell everybody where to find you, uh, what you got going on, all promotions, all that good stuff. Okay, uh, Jay, I'm going to do it real quick. Uh, West Virginia Commonplace, you can find me at WV Uncommonplace on um, shit. Instagram, uh, you can find me over at our Square Store, which is WVUncommonplace.com. Um, we still got some time cinema coming back up. We're going to be doing it all over the United States this year. Um, different dates set up uh, outside of that everybody knows March 15th we're moving to Twitch we're still going to do other stuff podcasting we're going over to Twitch we're going to have a good time with that um, outside of that uh, West Virginia and Commonplace uh, podcast consultant is still up and running and remember it's real simple it only takes five dollars to get me um, and the rest of the team to assess your podcast and get something started so uh, if you need that help, or even if you don't need the help, you can always hit me up in uh, the DM or send me an email and you'll get an answer faster. That's a bet. Jay Christian, where can we find you? What you got going on? Yeah, so the Cognac Room podcast on all platforms. You know, you can catch us on YouTube. We have YouTube videos, a YouTube channel, a lot going on over there. We are on Grind City TV every Thursday night at 9 p.m. We are also on Diva Speaks Relationships Network on Roku channel, um, which on, yeah, which is um, every Saturday about 10 p.m. Also, you know, we're on all platforms as far as um, streaming platforms, so you can definitely check us out there. We have a lot coming down the pipe. Some things I can't really speak on just yet, but, you know, if people are interested, if they would like to stay abreast as to what's going on, definitely give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook, and you will be notified every time something is going down with the podcast. Uncle Dolomite, too much game coming back anytime soon. Talk to him. Probably this weekend. 
Uncle Dolomite, the Too Much Game podcast. I'm back. Within this week coming or next weekend, I will be recording shows again. I'm back available for features and shit like that. So a nigga gonna be back. So you can find me on all streaming platforms. On social media, I'm Uncle Dolomite, Twitter, Instagram, uh, even fucking Snapchat, nigga. Like, I'm all over the fucking place. I ain't hard to find. Look up Uncle Dolomite or the Too Much Game podcast, wherever you stream or YouTube. Um, my merchandise is at Too Much Game Podcast dot store. That's it. Bet. Uh, and of course, I'm the captain of the cool kids, one third of the host of the Grown Man Logic podcast, Dewan J. Follow Grown Man Logic on all streaming platforms. Shout out to my co-hosts, Eric and Kendra. Um, you know that one guy on Instagram and at Coffee with Kendra on all social media platforms. Uh, thank you to the producer, the shadow producer who put this all together. Um, actually in the room, Mr. J.R. Sparrow. Thank you for bringing this all together, man. And um, having this uh, having this beautiful, beautiful conversation that I'm sure is going to piss some people off. Let this be a source of information. But overall, let this be a, uh, a critical thinking piece to open your mind to have a better discussion. Um, women, uh, bring the smoke, man. I'm ready. Talk to gml at gmail.com. That's the email. Let's 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 get it. We out of here. Right out. Damn, she didn't want to stop. Nobody born strives to be a nobody. The ebbs and flows of life drown some and forces others to create, adapt, improvise, and overcome. The route to success has an infinite amount of roads, scenes, and speeds. But the one thing that they have in common is that the traveler has to move forward at all cost. What if I told you that you are seven character traits away from realizing your dreams? That the success you desire is mere months away. The rooms you want to be in have space for you. From the author of Dear Dominic, Dewan J is back. High Vibrations only presents Keep It G, the guide to getting what you want. This book is the key to unlocking the doors to these rooms. Get your copy today. Your purpose, your dreams, the best version of yourself is waiting. Available at shopgrownmanlogicpod.com and amazon.com. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website, and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.